And, and we're recording. My headphone just told me that we're recording, and I was like, "Bitch, girl, I you never did that before." Right. I was just like, <laughs> "Um, thank you for letting me know." Thank you. Okay, thank you for letting me know that I pushed the button. <laughs> um, hi, I am Finn. This is already canceled with Finn. That's the name of the show. I am not the host with the most. Now that we've got the introduction out the way. <laughs> Beautiful. I loved it. Every moment. <laughs> we, we, we try to wrap that through real fast. We got shit to do, bitch. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, this week, I am canceled because last night. Oh, no. Okay. So, so I was originally supposed to go to a day party yesterday, but it got canceled because, you know, it's waning in New York yesterday yeah. and today so the party got canceled it's postponed actually so instead of going to the party me and one of my homies met up that evening mm-hmm. and we went drinking oh no in house <laughs> kitchen in house kitchen i already know this is gonna be bad now after we get down to house kitchen and of course you know me i got a phone number as i do mm-hmm. um after i had gotten like- the phone number and I'm I'm living my best whole life, and um, me and my friend decided like we were both gonna go home, you know. But we had been out since like six something, and it was like midnight thirty. Oh my god! By the time <laughs> we decided to end, like the party was already really getting bumping, but like I was like, "Bitch, let me go home now." Yeah, I know you. You're actually like a fifty-seven year old like Latin. <laughs> Latin man. I am an I I am an immigrant dad. I don't know what you're talking. Like I sit yeah. I sit at the count I sit at the, the kitchen table like my grandfather falling asleep with the news on. <laughs> this actually this is literally so true. <laughs> I have no issue with my life. <laughs> like at ten o'clock, you're just like, okay, it's late. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> I'm ready for bed. Gotta let's go. Let's go to the room now that I got a giant TV because I, I got a new TV now. So I got the giant one in the living room. And I took the living room one in my bedroom, and that's a big ass TV for the bedroom. And I'm mm-hmm. like, bitch, we're going to sleep peacefully. You literally, and what's getting me is that you have right behind your head adulting, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is what it is. This is what it is. And speaking of adulting, which I did last night because I started, I started using massing situations. Which no one should ever do. No one should ever do. Um, I was like, okay, I could take an Uber um, from Health Kitchen to the Bronx and pay like $60. I was going to say, damn, especially on the weekend. That's like 60 or, 70 Or mm-hmm. I can walk my ass in this 50-something degree weather from 46th and 9th. No, we weren't even at 46th and 9th. We were at 45th no, or 44th and 10th because we went to DBL. Yeah, that makes it better. Yeah. That makes it even better, right? Makes it better. And we walked from DB, I walked from DBL mm-hmm. all the way to Grand Central. Drunk yeah. off my ass, <laughs> listening to the Little Mix debut album. Am I surprised? No, I'm not. I'm not. I was walking down the street. I was walking down the street being like, it's in his DNA! And he just <laughs> take my breath away! Like, it was real. This We've podcast, done this before. I know this is all true because this has literally happened while being outside with you. This is all I do. I don't, this is, this is, when you drink with me, there's no telling. It's going to be a musical. Okay, but be- sober or drunk, this is you, though. It really is, though. But, like, drunk me couldn't stay in the line. 
you know when you're walking down the sidewalk and you know the lines on the sidewalk yes. and you try to stay on one side of it. For some reason, my body was leaning. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're Italian. Like my body was leaning to the left and I was walking and like I made it look like I was like like dodging shit. Like no, I was like dodging shit like like eloquently apparently. <laughs> like I would pretend that I'm like halfway trying to walk over a pile of trash just to make my leaning make sense. Okay. Because otherwise I just would have been a bitch leaning as I'm walking down the street. Oh god. I need, I need help. <laughs> but the I, help that you need, they don't have yet. So I'm very sorry. I know they don't. I know they don't. Yeah. Ooh, child. So today's guest, I know you've heard them talking, is one of the homies that, like, I was, like the minute we met, we clicked. It was disgusting. <laughs> it, was, it was so fucking gay. Oh. It was so fucking gay. And you are one of my friends who, like, when I see you out there, you be down for the causes. And I love it. Like, you are the epitome of, like, alt kid doing right. Oh, my God. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Like, you (laughs) are, like, when I think of, like, when I hear Bone Baby, I'm like, Bone Baby. Uh, Like, that is you. (laughs) Oh, my God. I, I just okay. love you. So no, I, I I fucking love you. No. Right? And it's been it's been a minute since we've actually like seen each other in person. So like oh, will know. we cry maybe? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I really don't. Like I'm afraid of what my insides are gonna do. That shrivel up. I, I'm I shrivel up and like just get into the fetal position. And <laughs> in pub, we, we've done wow. Wait, <laughs> remember actually, yeah, no, like. I think the no is that the last time we linked up was um at the oh my god at um city hall Black Lives Matter yeah um, the, occupy protest yeah occupy yes. city hall was that the last time that we saw each other yeah yeah and we walked along the Manhattan Bridge for some god awful reason no we, no it was the Brooklyn Bridge no <laughs> we walked to your house on the Brooklyn Bridge and then we walked. Then we walked back in the Manhattan. <laughs> and that you had so to get bubble tea. Reason. And you had to fucking get bubble tea. We had to get bubble tea. The minute we got, you were like, look, we are in Chinatown now. You know what we're doing. Uh, uh, you, Yeah, exactly. You know what we're doing. There was no other way. There was no. There was no. And every time we get together, for some reason, neither of us wears walking shoes. But we just be walking. Why are we like, yo, we really don't. We wear <laughs> combat boots or like the worst shoes. No, like support whatsoever. None. Like you begin home like, damn, let me soak these bad boys. <laughs> All right. So your name is Alex. You are. Hi. You are my love. Tell us about you, what you do, no real job. Although I kind of like your job. You want it. <laughs> you want it? No. That's what I thought. No, because I I need I need that nine to five schedule. I know uh, who I am. Yeah. Well, um, as Benny said, uh, my name is Alex. Um, I pretty much am a out-of-work actor. Thank you, Panera Bread. And I don't mean the actual business. I mean, what's happening currently. <laughs> I mean, out-of-work actors essentially, basically, 
New York in general. And that's I like, mean, to be honest, to but be like honest. it makes me feel better to blame, you know, this Pangea <laughs> currently. I, I blame, I, I blame Miss Corona. <laughs> Miss Rona, Lady Miss Rona, Rona and all the virus. And we just need to have a conversation like I just graduated and then you have the audacity to show up and I mean, not you know bring what it. you know what's funny is I was talking to one of my friends and he graduated he graduated college around like 2007 yeah for his like first like for, for graduate school I meant for undergrad and he was like I graduated and then the economic crash happened why is it why is this world i just wow wow you know what honestly am i surprised am i surprised i'm not no not no really. no no none of us are no <laughs> not a single person here is surprised none, but like, none of us but like i feel like on the scale of things it's like <clears throat> what can i recover from faster Neither, honestly, neither. I look, bitch, I am still trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing in my normal life. Do you want me to, now you want to add economic problems in the country on top of me? Like, right. I'm, I'm, I'm at fault for the country. Guess, me? My- me. Me. It's- a whole me. <laughs> a whole me. I just, wow. No, 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 no. Me? No, I am not responsible for that shit. You know who is? You know who is? All the motherfuckers who work below First Street. Mm. <laughs> I'm including all of the small neighborhoods, Chinatown, Soho, no. the, the, the Lower East Side, that they want to call it. I literally village. was going to say, no, like, I fully 100% live by... So, side note, um, unmedicated, both of us, 100%, if anybody could tell. Um, <laughs> but- <laughs> I'm medicating right now with some marijuana. <laughs> but illegal. Like- <laughs> healing but like i just i live by what you said one time we hung out um i think i think this was when we like after you picked me up from occupy wall um city hall literally you looked me in the face it was like seven o'clock at night eight o'clock at night it was dark out now you looked me in the face and you said listen i'm going to die on the lower east side as god intended and the way that i live by that now yes live by that yeah look Look, I always said that there were two places that I had, uh, two places that I'm allowed to die. Exactly. Two yep, places. This is it. This the is Lower it. East Side. Yep, word for word. Okay. Because first of all, I'm not dying in the Bronx. I might oh, look here, no. but I ain't dying here. <laughs> <laughs> they won't catch me. <clears throat> and then when I used to live in North Carolina, I used to say I'm dying in Raleigh because I live by the words of Darius Rucker. And oh, if no. I die in Raleigh, at least I will die free. Oh. And you know, a bitch is a free black kid, okay? So I'm a die free. Yeah. In Raleigh, probably getting getting busy with I my was literally with, gonna say most as I'm 92 years old, as I'm 92 <laughs> years old, getting busy with my 20-something-year-old gold digging boyfriend. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, this in is the middle of life. a Confederate cemetery. Preferably a mausoleum. Did you just oracle yourself? Did you just a uh, prophecy just came into fruition? If this does not in fact happen, no. <laughs> this, is, this is like the shit I've over. been saying since I was young. But like, it has to be either in Raleigh or the Lower East. Because the crazy part is, 
I go to the Lower East Side for the weirdest shit. This is true, yeah. Like, I go for a specific kind of party theme. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I take my first date down there. This you know, I'm, because I know how to, because I've taken you on that date. Yes, you have. <laughs> treat a bitch well. You I treat a bitch right. Well. And, I tre- and I keep it all under $50. What's good? Yup, yup. <laughs> I take you, I'll take you on right on down. I'll take you right on down to Empanada Mama. Yes. Then around the corner to the to the arcade to get drinks and play video game. Right. And then we walk to the water. Of course, we got to walk through the project because we got to see which one of us is tougher. Yo, do you remember that time that we like walked in the middle of the night and we saw somebody calmly shooting up and we both looked at each other and we went, ah, oh, we're in Alphabet City. We're in Alphabet City now. I'm, uh, I feel okay. <laughs> I feel, um, I, whole. I feel- you really do. Like, if you saw that in any other neighborhood, like, you you know it happens in other neighborhoods. I, yeah. I see it in Mott Haven as I walk up to 149th. I remember one time one of my friends was like, we were walking from my house to 149th and as you walk along like there is um like we saw these uh like these guys they were doing drugs right and one guy was one guy was like shooting up right there in the middle of the like right there in the middle of the street he was using somebody's side view mirror as a mirror to watch it like watch the needle go into his vein and my homegirl was like where the fuck are we what the fuck is happening i'm like baby you're in new york she was like, no, I am not. No, I am not. I do like, not live near this. I was like, oh, my bad. Welcome welcome to the hood. I forgot. You right. Live, you live in the privileged area. I was going to say, like, people who definitely, like, you could tell, like, what their situation was growing up based on how they handle different things. Like, when we walked across the Brooklyn Bridge and that random firework went off and you and I both fucking ducked. <laughs> the way that literally and all these people are just like oh now mind you we didn't see because it was like right behind us and right. like all we see is like people going oh my taking out their phones and like i mean both of us just dropped like and we, that's like, because number dumped. one we were going through we were going through um the black I mean, still matter the movement. Yeah. yeah we were going through like the height of the black Lives matter movement of last year exactly Plus, on top of that, we knew that the racists were coming in. They were having rallies in Brooklyn recently. Oh, right yeah. Before then. And then on top of that, we're New Yorkers. And we both grew up in, like... <laughs> the weird-ass <laughs> shit! Like, I was, telling, I, was, I was telling my friends down in Carolina, when I first moved back a few years ago, about, like, six years ago... Yeah. I was... Um, I was, I had just moved back, and you know, I used to live on um, Hancock Street. Yeah. So, right across, right, like the next block is Halsey. So, I heard like three gunshots the first night I moved back. I'm walking with my suitcases from the A train to Hancock Street, (laughs) and I hear three gunshots. And my first thought is, which bag is the least important? (laughs) <laughs> literally it's like mm, i could go without one of these right now one of them just one like i could carry the other one exactly like do i really need like that you know i did like that pair of pants though it's fine it's fine it's fine but uh fucking but living here and i guess coming from here is also like great segue for the, one of the topics the next topic we're going to talk about yeah. Um, is because like it being around true crime 
And growing up mm-hmm. around like high risk lifestyles, you've quote unquote, quote unquote, yeah, I easily fell into true crime. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like I, it, it's bad. Like my grandmother, my mom's mother. Yeah, right. The one, not the one who raised me. She is a true crime addict. She twenty four seven is on her TV. The only other time she watches another channel is in the morning to watch the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, and so, like, and and she lived a quote unquote high risk lifestyle back in the day. She was a pimp. Yep. In health kitchen. And a drug addict. I just need this woman to write a book. And 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 she lived and what well, she dated, um, a wise guy. For um, I wanna say the Genovese family. We're gonna have to edit that out really quick. Edit that out. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I, the nigga dead. The nigga dead. Like they usually are. So, so. Uh, she good. We good. I know nothing. All I know is that that's who was. She told me a few incidents about some of the things she saw, and mm-hmm. then he died. Yep. She was she was dating another. She was dating another woman when she found out that he died. Isn't it so strange? I'm sorry. Isn't it so strange to like hear your parents or like family members that like had a life? Yo. Before you. And no. like when they tell you, and like most, at least eighty-seven percent of the time, it's the most whacked out, fucked up shit. But it makes sense because it adds exactly. to the puzzle. No, yeah, no, it definitely always makes sense. Yes, in fact, it does make piece to the puzzle. But like, I mean, sometimes, like, don't you? you okay, so my mom, like, a hundred percent avid liar. The woman is a Scorpio. I know this. I know this. <laughs> but it's when family members who I know do not lie, confirm this shit, where I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Ma'am. So this really happened. Okay, you know what? Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, uh, just start minding to my business now. Right, exactly. Uh, look, no, head down, like. <laughs> my grandmother, my great-grandmother who raised me, she used to, she always had really long nails. Long, yeah. beautiful nails, and she always got compliments on both like mm-hmm. on both hands because one was her right hand was a little bit shorter but they were still very long but yeah. they were shorter because she was right-handed and she when i say this woman cleans the house magnificently like she was um oh like a true homemaker right yeah and so like she didn't want those nails getting in the way so she used to own a club mm-hmm. oh and i know this <laughs> Yes, I know she this. She's going to club in Queens, and like all these high rollers came in, and she used to go to the club in Manhattan and in Brooklyn. She, yeah. you know, she intermingled with everybody. Um, and she would tell me, "Well, yeah, you know, my friends have always loved my nails. Back when I had my club, you know, a lot of my customers, the high end ones, I used to they used to put a little coke on my nails so that I they can just do a bump off of them so they didn't have to bend down on the counter. We treated our clients well. I just and. Wow. That made so much sense. A queen. <laughs> <laughs> Especially knowing the children she raised. <laughs> I love I love this. The uh, fact that my mom's mother gave me a baggie of weed. Gave me. Gave I love me a baggie of weed after a two-day road trip 
when we got to her house, she had weed in the cupboard. She gave me the weed. She said, go ahead, smoke up. And I just looked at her like, huh. <laughs> come through, sis. I, right. I, I, I love what's happening. Okay, this is my friend. But this is why I'm in the, the, the shit like this is why I love true crime. Right, exactly. Because I, I witnessed it. Or I've been told about it. <laughs> or I am living it. Like, I don't know. I feel like I, well, I did no, did no more crime in my life. Now that weed is legal. I, yo, I'm crying. Yo, to be honest, though. To be honest, but also, okay, sorry. I'm, I'm about to get my little soapbox real quick. Um, they out here legalizing shit, but have they let go anybody, like, from the prisons? No. Right. So, quick question, like America, like really fast, like uh, when are we gonna get legalize it for? And when can we start seeing like more black-owned dispensaries? Because I, I need it. I need it. I want to take it to a point where I see (laughs) black and Latino-owned places that don't make the news. I don't want it to have to be news. I want it to all. It just should be regular. Exactly. Right. It shouldn't be like a newsworthy thing. It should be normal. Right. But like, welcome to America and all her shit. Yeah. She got a lot of it. She got a lot of it. You know, she she got a lot of it. Ever since they ever since they took her down to have that name chant sanctioned ceremony back in 1776. Oh. <laughs> oh. <Ooh. laughs> I'm just saying. That's what it was because nobody knows what her dead name is. Right. I'm just saying, nobody knows what her dead name is. Yo. That's so true. Wow. That should hit different. That welcome to already canceled with Finn. I am Finn. Sometimes I'll be dropping a little knowledge. You never know. Also, speaking of thank to my cousin who I know is listening. Oh. To my cousin who I know is listening, I told you before, I asked your mother for the receipt from the hospital when she gave birth to you because I'm trying to get rid of you. Oh. Like, I'm really trying to get rid of you. <laughs> Stop telling me you're smarter than me. Stop trying to slide into my 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 eye <laughs> message with I'm smarter than you. Bitch, fuck you and the horse you rode in on, you little bitch. Don't make me come to fucking Jersey of all places. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Not one part of Jersey smell good. <laughs> it really don't listen listen i've been to a lot of different parts of jersey and just honestly it smells like dead bodies and rotten eggs <laughs> you know i will say this really i will do. say this i will say this there are better smells than atlantic city but <laughs> <laughs> but the bar is not that high baby it's not that high yo it's not a competition jersey nobody's oh fighting you this is not what we came here to talk about so what we so the first thing we came here to talk about one of the meat and potatoes today we're doing two meat and potatoes today we're gonna do the we're gonna the first part is gonna be the potatoes and then the meat is gonna be after it i'm gonna mm-hmm. give you that meat honestly oh. when we get to it it's gonna be fitting why they said meat Mate. so mm. um the thing, the moment you've all been waiting for. Well, the moment and by I'm you waiting. all, I mean Finn. <laughs> Finn, me. The big reason, the first, okay, look, listen, oh, listen. first of all, my dream profession as a child was yes. to be a pan and stewardess. Yeah. I wanted to be a pan and 
stewardess, not a flight attendant, a stewardess. Oh, I, wanted, I, I could see this. I wanted the skirt. I wanted the halter jacket. Oh. I wanted the heels, the legs, the gams, the gams. <laughs> I wanted that lifestyle. And I, I one of my friends, she low-key had that lifestyle. Ooh, you know what? what? I honestly, I feel like I a part of me really because like you get to travel you get and to like travel. you don't have to. I mean, like I this is I have none of this information readily available, but I don't think you have to pay for like when you stay at um, locations and hotels and stuff. You only have to pay for like whatever you do there. Um, so some places it's different for everyone, but I remember yeah. one of my cousins, she had to pay for um taxes uh-huh. the hotel or certain accommodations or amenities oh okay okay um and then if she wanted to stay there past the um past the time that she was just supposed to fly out there yeah or the occasional um if they are booked up already uh-huh. then you have to pay for your room okay well i mean like I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, in my head, I like 100% was just like everything is covered. You know, like. You know what show I used to love watching as a child? As a child, I should not have been watching this. I, you know, uh, we could go through that list later. <laughs> Trust Mile me. high. Shut up. <laughs> no one is. You know about this show? Yes. None of my American friends know about this fucking it was, show. It was one of those. Sh- honestly, it's. I feel like it was on par. If we want to give it like a recent show that it's like close to. No, I mean, it. Oh, I forget the name of this show though, because my mother was obsessed with it. It's the show about like the maids, you know, like, and they were all Latinas, and they were just like, you know, they had like the like the celeb names, and they were just like sleeping know. with these rich men, and you know, like doing I don't all this know stuff. This show. I, I literally have Is to it a novella? No, it's it's American. It's okay. American. They just hired Latinas because like it's supposed to be like these are the maids, you know. Oh, I don't know. Cause Mile High though. Mile High was first of all the fashion, the music, everything. It was phenomenal. So, it was so 2001. <laughs> oh my god, the way that, that statement is so fucking true. It is so 2001. It is so messy. You, the gay storylines are concerning. The, the the I'm surprised they had that many people of color. Um, hundred percent. But it was fun and it was drama and it was something that children should not be watching. It was definitely rated. I don't think it was even rated TV fourteen. Like that was TV seventeen. Yeah. Like like that was NC seventeen probably. Oh Woo. yeah. Oh, 100 percent. I was like, I, I didn't I most likely didn't see it around the same time you did. I saw it like through clips and stuff, you know, like of people being like, here's like crazy shit from this show, you know, oh, like no, how they'll I, just pop up. I watched that shit. No, I, owned I guarantee the DVD. I was going to say, yep, for a minute. Yep. Mm-hmm. I bought those DVDs around those times. I was every Christmas, like for Christmas, like two or three years, I was asking for it specific dvd for christmas for my aunt because i know she would buy me like three or four seasons she'll buy me like three me four three or four seasons of anything and she bought me in one christmas she got me the box set for first season of mile high Mm -hmm. 
uh, two box set of the first season, the first two seasons of Charmed. Oh. And she got me um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> Why is this the accumulation of like your entire personality, though? It really is. It's literally like, I don't know how, but for some reason that described everything about you, your fashion, your personality. Like, it your really mindset. is. Like, it oh. really just. This is why. But this is, but anyway, so we're talking about flight because. We're talking about flight. Because fucking imagine being a stewardess on a pan am flight yes and you are living your life and there's the shag carpet and the wood paneling inside that's what i'm imagining on this plane and you are serving drinks and one of the um and one of the people on the flight you know they are they they tap you and they hand you a note and you just put it in your pocket because you're used to men flirting with you or trying to give right. you their numbers exactly, because i have a fat ass and uh, a big face right and it's like pre it was like before you can just airdrop a dick pic you know so <laughs> so like you were just like okay no and then they're like no you have to eat it and you're like okay and then it's a dead ass like i'm hijacking this bitch <laughs> the good old days where you could just do it via note first right i'm hijacking it bitch and you're gonna have to do something about it right <laughs> like oh my god i just and it, if nobody knows at this point what fen is talking about it is the infamous the one and only db cooper db cooper is <laughs> he makes no fucking this fucking look man look man look man i hide I'm going to tell you that D.B. Cooper was one of the first major plane hijackings, right? Oh, 100%. But, so D.B. Cooper is now the reason, the fucking reason, bitches can't just walk up to the to the teller and buy a fucking plane ticket that day. I mean, you probably could, but like I not like that. You would pay a lot more. Right. Or, and then on top of that, if D.B. Cooper had never happened, we probably never would have had 9-11. Ooh, that's a read. Okay. To be honest, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, D.B. Cooper was the crime of the century. Honestly. The man hijacked the plane, told them, told the motherfucker, all they had... The, they said that he, the name that he put on his ticket was D. Dan Co- Cooper. No, no, yeah. uh, it was it was originally Dan Cooper, but then like they flipped it around a little bit, so it became D. B. Cooper, and that's like where the infamy came from. Because okay. they don't really know his identity. That was an alien, right? And like cause they don't, they weren't giving you didn't have to really even give ID back in the day. Oh, God. So I remember, remember ID back then with paper. <laughs> and then. Bitches just said he just took over that shit, and then the when he said he wanted this amount of money, I think it was two hundred thousand. That's like equivalent now, like to twenty twenty one, like a million something. Yes, or is it like yeah, like a million something, like a million eight hundred or something like that? Like he, if this man is still alive, because this was the seventies, right? This man so, cannot be. If he was, if he was like thirty, if he was like thirty or something in the seventies, in the seventies, right? This man is still alive. He he had this. He has this money hidden somewhere. He is balling. 
He's, he's well, you heard about the kid. Right you heard about the kid who found some of the money. I did, yes. And the kid told that he found the money, and his family told that they found the money, and they only got to keep a portion of that money. You see, this is what happens when this is why the whole statement of you know, like keep that shit to yourself. Okay, it's called the eleventh commandment for a reason. It said, "Thou shalt not write thyself out." But apparently, these serial numbers to those um, to some of the money, not all of it, I don't think. But the serial number to some of it is like they have a database of it. Yeah. waiting for the, you know, waiting to find the bills. But like by now, people, they probably went through somebody's bank account. They probably cleaned it out. Oh, 100. Th- listen, th- if this man, th- I, I, a part of me wants to give this man all the credit that is due, but a part of me is just like, if he just, took, if it was me, maybe it's because I'm stupid. I'm just like, bro, I would have ran. I would have, you know what? I definitely would have buried half of it and like started putting that shit in different bank accounts and shit. Right. And because nobody ever found him. Exactly. They searched the area where they said he would have landed. (laughs) And like, how can you make that guesstimate though? Like, bro, I would have been out. Like. Not waiting uh, around. Oh my God. And he was smart because, you know, like part of that area of America, which was like Nevada area, I think. Yes. It was uh, was like, was it Washington? It was somewhere. It was woods. It was in the woods. He right because they weren't they weren't that far away from the desert. Yeah. So if had they had flown and he jumped out near the desert, yeah, it would have been so much easier for them to find him on land. Because that's gonna you gonna have to that's listen as someone who avidly goes to the beach, uh, you can't be running through to through sand. You, really shit, you ain't getting nowhere fast. Nowhere. And then you might have to take off your shoes, and then you got to carry <laughs> the money, and then it's hot. And I was going to say, and then at sweating. night it gets cold. And then, and then dehydration. You, and then you run into a, the occasional coyote. Bear Grylls wasn't around yet. He didn't teach you how to drink your own piss. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. If you're, gonna, if you're at that point where you got to drink your own piss. I knew it. You, you should have thought. <laughs> if you can willingly, if you willingly went into that kind of situation, that was on you. I mean, yeah, that's true. But it's also bare. Like, if, like, if you accidentally stumble into this kind of situation. You fucked up. You fucked. You dropped the, how you fumble the bag at the end. But like, I wish you the best. I'm not judging you for getting yourself in that yes, situation. Look at you, 100%. I know your judgy face. That's your judgy but face. But, like, why did you walk yourself into the desert or or jump into jump out of a parachute in the desert? He ain't had no map. <laughs> and then ain't had no water. Ooh. Ill-prepared, honestly. Like, so he's smart. He went into the woods. And he said, if I get fucked up, I can kill an animal and eat it. Right. Okay. I don't believe there are desert animals other than camel. So, or beetles. <laughs> Whatever it was. And I have an education. Also, I don't know what lives in the desert. Camels? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking snake. I'm going to be real. I'm a college dropout. So. Dropout. Uh, beautiful i like i'll be telling myself go back to high school because apparently these kids are learning different things uh, but, 
if I went back to high school right now, listen again, not very smart, but um, if I went back to high school right now, I would get Gen Z would eat me alive. I would die. They teenagers terrifying. I was we were we were these teenagers. We were them. They said all teenagers scare <laughs> the living shit out of me. Yo, to be honest. <laughs> Like they really fucking do, but and and like it's funny because like there are certain types of people I'm scared of: teenagers, which is middle schoolers and high schoolers. Oh fuck yeah! Middle schoolers are worse. Um, yes, they are actually. Yes, yes, they fucking are fucking animals. Toddlers who haven't seen SpongeBob all day <laughs> or had juice. That's very specific. Um, <laughs> you should have seen my nephew. Uh-huh. Um. um uh, pretty much, I'm be real. Anyone who was involved with the making of Black is King, because mm. they have powers of magic that I don't understand. They're obviously with our oh, hundred. Listen, listen. I am still thoroughly convinced that all the gods of old were real, and they are still out there with a few people believing in them and they 100% are just putting their little, they're just dipping their pinky toes in the shit. They just yo, dipping their pinky yo, toes in the shit. Yo, I was watching fucking... Um, I will die on that hill. I was watching fucking uh, the librarian, not the librarian, um, the magician. Good show. Also good show. Fantastic show. Phenomenal. Yes, I love the, I love the librarian, but I love the magicians. I, I have uh, the trilogy, the book trilogy. Because, of course, me, we've Always, met. 100%. Yeah. And they like, you know, they interact with the gods. And I'm just over here like, thank you. Right. Thank you for showing us that there's one and one just monolithic god. Like, I mean, although like let's be real, when when Supernatural yeah. had Chuck come in, I you know what's <laughs> fucked up? What? Chuck ain't shit, but he could get it. <laughs> I listen, Finn. Quick question: What wouldn't you fuck? Animals. Animals. (laughs) Okay, a reasonable answer. Um, anyone under the age not children of twenty-one. We don't touch children. We do not touch animals because that's what disgusting. Exactly. Um. Well. I was gonna say, would well, you put the corpse and, it, and look at you? Stuttering? Oh yeah, dead, dead, dead people. Yeah, ill, no, ill, no, ill, no, ill, no, ill, no, ill, <laughs> oh, no. They're trapped, they're trapped. Okay, they're okay. So, um, I, at one of my PowerPoint parties, I did the ten classes of necrophilia of at my PowerPoint presentation. I have to show you one day. I will bring you here, give you a bottle of wine, yeah. and I will smoke and just then do my presentation. Amazing. I will henceforth also come with a presentation and then yeah and then we can have our own little powerpoint presentation together and then we can turn into a girls night where we're watching to all the boys yes i love this wait no are we are we making sleepover plans right now yes oh my god yeah and then and then and then we will order dominoes because i'm going to be in that kind of mood okay 100 percent. yes yes Mm -hmm. okay just let me know one. Just let me know yeah, one. Yeah. A whole sleepover. A whole, it'll be a nice summer night. We can have a sing-along with one of my <gasps> gay-ass playlists. 
Yes. Oh my. Oh. <laughs> and we can both go to the bodega, and if the guy, and I can show you which one I want to shoop, shoop, quality scoop. I, I, yes. I love when yeah. you show me. I love when you show me them because then we get to have that moment of the pros and cons list. And I love yeah. it. And you, and you love, don't you love seeing that every person I show you, none of them are anything alike? <laughs> Oh no, no! You you're the only person I know that well. No, I think it's because we're both just like, um, if it's cute, if, if it's cute. cute, if it's cute, you know, like because like, I'll be out here being an equal opportunity hoe. Yes, you a hundred percent. Wait, I still remember. We wow, we I'm gonna get us back on track in a second. We but were like, talking I, about DB Cooper. We were, but really quick. I still remember when we were walking down the street, and you were just like, "Listen, I'm gonna be a hoe from afar. I'm gonna be like, hey yo, pa. And then if they look, I'm gonna look away as fast as possible because I'm not yo, doing this. Yo, I'm not doing this. Lo, let me tell you something. I know catcalling is bad. <laughs> <laughs> We and this is, know it's bad. And this is gonna get very pointed. This is not gonna be a New York cat call situation. This is a North Carolina cat call situation. Yes. I yes. used to live by NC State in Raleigh. I used to yes. live by NC State on Gorman Street, which is like this is the, where like the most it's like an area where college kids live at, right? Yes. And we have a food lion, we have a you know, we have a cookout, we have a Wendy's, we got a park, you know, fun area. Ooh. Anyway, so, and then the main campus is on Hillsborough Street, which is like a few avenues over. Yeah. I go over, me and my friend were driving home one night, it's Friday night, NC State just won a football game, everybody's out there tailgating, partying, you know how college kids do. Even yeah. the frat kids came down from frat row and started hanging out and partying. Because we won. We right. want to get we we won sport ball. Fuck sport yeah. ball. And I'm yeah. driving through the roundabout. I drive around the roundabout twice because like everybody's out there. Yeah. And then I go where I needed to go on Hillsborough. No, I missed I make the wrong exit. I end up going on Hillsborough Street. And I just see all these half-naked men yelling and cheering. It's like you just walked into your fantasy. And my my friend and I are in the car, and I'm yelling. Damn! The whole way through, just driving down. And I said, hey, yo, you can get it! And my friend looks at me, and they're like, you're embarrassing. But yes, I'm going to turn up Aqua. And we were playing And Aqua was playing! Oh my god! If I wanted, I wanted them to know, hey, I want to do some homosexual things with your body and hear some <laughs> gay-ass music to go with it. Oh, no. What song was playing? Or, like, do you not remember? Like, anything by Aqua, and honestly. I, I think it was either Cartoon Heroes or Dr. Jones. Oh, my God. Both absolute classics. <laughs> classics, okay? Unappreciated. Underrated, honestly. Underrated. Aqua in general, underrated. Aqua Delight, and I'm gonna say, you know who else? Oh. Vitamin C. Yes, I also I agree with yes, all three, Espe especially Delight. You know what? Honestly, though, a lot of their songs are like blowing up on TikTok currently, like just certain songs. But it's like the ones that everybody knows. You know, it's not like the Breathe ones that. Exactly. Oh. 
You know, my problem is I can't go on TikTok because, like, I start going down the web and, like, I keep wanting to find more Black TikTok because oh. I can't find enough. But there's never yeah, enough. I'll show you my whole thing. You know what? Because I just want more and more and more. Anyway, so we were talking DB Cooper about DB Cooper. And DB Cooper, he did this shit. He did the whole situation wearing uh, a jacket. Uh, like a blazer, right? A pair of black sunglasses. This man was dressed to impress. Okay, and I think he had a hat. Um, I know that I actually like right before we got on, I did look up to see if they had like a sketch of him, like at all, like a police sketch. And I think they did. I don't. Yeah. I don't think he had a hat. But I, I remember. He I hat, remember they had his hair color. I remember the sketch showing a very slim guy. Yeah. He had a very slim face. Yeah. And he's like the kind of slim, like when you put on that hat. Yeah, it was a hat. Hat and glasses. Right. Yeah. And a dark jacket. He can blend in. He, I'm telling you, this man, you know what? See, look. They like, yeah, a 1972 FBI composite drawing. He was like, he, he kind of looks more of like, hold on. Oh, see. wasn't a hat. Okay. No, was that it, was, it was his black hair. hair. Yeah, black exactly. hair. But he was, he was dressed like a regular business. Yeah. Guy, you know, like he, yeah. he looks maybe to be about 40. Honestly, now that I say it. Yeah, 49. He was about 49 years ago. He disappeared. So he would be not. Yeah, he still wouldn't be that old, though. And you know what? You know, it's crazy. There was a guy who on his deathbed said, I am D.B. Cooper. I mean, I fully believe it. I mean, if he that's why I keep saying if he is alive again, this is what we mean when we say like this man did something impossible. And technically and te- I mean, he did. He got away with it. Yeah. And it's like one of those things where it's like. It's so strange that like not a lot of people know about him. I think it's because it was like an aviation crime and it wasn't like anybody really got killed or anything like that. Right. And it was and and how do you gonna tell the world, yo, the perfect crime happened and this is why we have to change our policies when you get on a plane. Right. Like like and they it's so it's so crazy. They landed to get the money. Yep. Like what did, did nobody what yeah what power this man had that they landed the plane everybody's still on board got the money and, and the parachute the fuck off again and they and the, remember they got three parachutes right like they were it was the perfect crime where's your fbi negotiator because he dropped the ball Okay. He dropped the ball. And uh, you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah. I'm gonna say that my grandfather's gonna hate me if he hears this episode. Okay. So hello, Stanford. <laughs> Hi, Grandpa. <laughs> so my grandfather was a hostage negotiator. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just fall out really quick. Imagine <laughs> that man fucking with DB Cooper. I uh, uh, that man don't take shit. That man don't take shit. Right. I was gonna say grandpa would win. What are you kidding me? From what you've told me, this man, this man would terrify the hell out of me, but like in in a in a family way, not in a not in a scary way. 
Yeah. Uh, nah, nah, that nigga scary. <laughs> that nigga scary. Listen, if I ever meet this man, I'm just I'm just trying to get into good graces, friend. You know. Hi, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what fucked up is like my grandparents. All of my grandparents and my mom always end up loving all of my friends, and then they look at me and they're like, "What happened? How? What happened to you? How do you have these people in your life?" And then I look at them like. Bitch, I've met your friends too, and they are better people than you as well. Mm. <laughs> oh, don't ask nice. me, ho. You think I'm better? <laughs> oh, especially when I bring my friends around who have college degrees, they're like, "Oh, you have friends who have education. I Where mean, are you at?" I mean, okay, but if you bring me around, I have a whole ass degree in theater. They might look at me and be like, "This bitch is dumb." Yeah, but guess, but guess, but guess what? What? There are bitches out there who got a whole degree in fucking poetry, graduate degrees in poetry <laughs> writing. I don't know. No, no, don't. We're not. We're not like I and I and I have people. and I have and I have dated some of these people. They can't the be. The fact that I've dated more than one of them scares me already. I was going to say they can't be pretentious. I had a problem saying pretentious. Hi, friends. I haven't been acting for a while. I haven't really gone over my enunciation and pronunciation skills. So a lot of words skip, escape me. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, not all. Listen, listen. You see, I can't I can be good. I just art, <laughs> art. And th- you know what is true art? Thievery. I stole your heart. Bam, look at that. Amazing. Beautiful. Phenomenal. Well, I- you know, my favorite musical, my favorite musical is the worst. Movie episode. Oh no! It is Coma the Musical. You have to watch it. It's Coma the Musical. It's been by C O M A C O L M A C O L M A. It's a town. You would love this town. It's a town in outside of San Francisco. Okay, suburb of San Francisco almost, and it is the dead outnumber the living. Uh, okay. Yep. Like fifteen hundred to one. This does sound like something up my alley. And the movie is about three three teenagers who just graduated high school and now they have to figure out what they're gonna do with their lives. Is this is this that zombie movie? That no. zombie musical? No. no. Oh, I got excited. It's the one where the yeah. Okay. Are okay. you talking about the 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 no? You you gotta watch Colmo with me. But wait, okay. are you? You have to. You have to. You're going to watch it. There's a point where he's in the bathroom at the party. He They went to a party. He went, one of the characters went into the bathroom, uh-huh. took a shit while at a party. Yeah, as one does. And the beer is in the bathtub in the cooler, like the, the bathtub in ice. Like yeah. The, the bathtub is the cooler that night. Which, yeah. that's some white people shit. That is. <laughs> And then he closes the door and someone knocks on the door and he's like, is someone in the bathroom? And he's like, I'm taking a shit. And I'm just like, this is, this is my movie. This is my movie. That is your movie. Wow. This this, this is why I did theater in high school. (laughs) This is why I did that movie inspired me to do theater. This is the reason. This is the moment. I want to sing about taking a shit. I really do. When I'm in the bathroom now, I sing. For a minute. I mean, but like, that's what it's, it's the great acoustics. That's why. I don't know. It's been proven. No, it's been proven though. Like, that's why like, they think they sound better in the bathroom. It's actually the acoustics of the bathroom because it's its own, um, 
I forget what it's called, like a like a sound room. Like it's the equivalent of like if you went into like an actual sound booth and like all the walls are like padded and shit and it's a small like box room because of the acoustics in it. I wonder so you if sound better. I wonder if Adele recorded a water and a flame in a bathroom. In the bathroom. <laughs> Cause she and Daniel Merriweather did a song together called Water and a Flame. That's how I found out about Adele, because I was listening to Daniel Merriweather first. I need him to make another album. He's one of those fine ass Australian boys who could get it. Mm. But then again, I'm also I also know Australians are normally very racist. This is true. The history. The history. Um, they have I'm a racist not history. Argue with that. Yeah. So it's it's like I've met a lot of racist Canadians. So we're gonna make you and I, this isn't this is not our last episode because we're gonna go on a whole thing about that, trust me. How like y'all be telling us Canada is so nice and happy and they say thank you all the time, but and so how y'all and how but how y'all so racist? I literally my little sister literally went out there to do like a whole like for college she went out there for schooling or uni i don't know what they call it up there i don't i've never uni yeah canada but she basically was just like listen canada is still full of bullshit they are just america like but yeah the only only difference is the only difference is they have a, a higher population of native americans you know what i was oh i was i was gonna say um (laughs) <laughs> this is ADHD at its finest. I stopped myself though. Very good. Um, I was gonna say, except everything is maple syrup scented. I mean, that's the only difference. Is that it's- okay, so I'm gonna say something about maple syrup. I gotta get this out, and I've already wanted to tell somebody else this. Okay. And this is a, and you won't judge me. You won't judge me. Right. <laughs> say it. But I now you know I love syrup on my waffles and my pancakes. Yeah. But I also can't have syrup around after I finish eating my waffle and pancakes. Like they, after I finish eating it, it's gotta go. Because yeah. because maple syrup, mm-hmm. if you are ever around people who have been really sweating, really got really funky, okay. you smell that musk. Okay. It smells like maple syrup that's been left out. You raise an important thing, an important statement. And I don't know how to feel about that. You know it's true, don't you? You just realized it, didn't you? I don't like that. I don't like that. You just just thought about which smells you are remembering smells now. (laughs) Why my spine hurts? Stop. Boom, 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 boom. That's like that's like me with um with like eggs, like, cause you, <laughs> it's like at some point my brain remembers what they are and like I get kind of grossed out by them like while I'm eating or something and then like the smell will put me off immediately. The only animal that I'd be worrying about what I know what it is before like while I'm eating it, yeah, like I actually think about it is rabbit. Everything. Oh, else, I could never. I could never. Is there, everything the else? The bunnies. I'm, the bunnies. I could not. I cannot. That's like that's. Have like you? You've thing. never had rabbit stew? No. Ooh. 
Let me take you up to the back with country cousin. No, I don't want to eat a bunny. That's Thumper. <laughs> you can't make me. And go. then Gator. Have you ever had Gator? I also have mixed feelings about that. I think that you want to know what it is? It's because a lot of these used to be my favorite animals at one point. Like I love in my head, I love the idea of like finding like a baby alligator and like becoming its parent. Well, guess what? Your the baby, power. Your baby alligator chews like chicken and tastes like fish. Why are you gonna do this to me? I just wanna own a tiny dinosaur. I just want to own a mythological oh, dragon. What, I wonder what I wonder what a T Rex tastes like. Oh, now well, I they guess. are. They are technically. They did have feathers. They are technically like where birds descended from. Yeah, that chicken. Yeah, they cousin. They cousin. Apoyo. They cousin. They cut. They they like fifteenth cousins, uh, hundred seventy times removed. I mean, they're further removed than the queen and her and her now deceased husband. You are talking about Skeletor? <laughs> my friend 100% was just like I need them to show proof show me that this man was not hollowed out and just a puppet a meat puppet show me his back <laughs> who, who had was, their hand in this man because that man was just not well did, did you know this did you know this they used to when they would travel with him they used to have to carry a blood supply like blood packs. They used to have to carry You know what? That's what you get. With them. That's what you get for when that's what you get for going over to Canada with your wife and disappearing uh five Native American children, or was it eight Native American children, and nobody was allowed to ask y'all questions. Mm. I'm just saying. They they I don't know how the queen's still holding on, but I need her to because I need Charles to die. Before she, because I don't want him be, I need, I just need William to just, I feel like I feel, I feel like the world would be a little bit better with William. Yeah. So I just need them to just like go from the, straight from Elizabeth, straight to William, let it be. Okay. Honestly, like I just, mm. a part of me feels like the monarch is, it, they have been useless. They've been, they don't really do anything now. They're more like of just a symbol. But when I learned that literally, I think it was, um, Germany, England, and one other location like Italy. Was it Italy? They were, they were all cousins. Yeah. The Queen of England is actually German. So, yeah. So the Queen of England is actually German. Her husband's last name was Mountbatten. So when there was actually a debacle about the birth, the naming of the children and her, the Queen's name, actually, when they got married, because the line of, of succession from England came from her side. Yeah. And her family's name was Windsor, and her husband was, which is very, Windsor sounds, to me, it sounds more Anglican. Yeah. And she didn't want to change her name to Mountbatten, and there was like a whole battle. So the whole family name is Windsor hyphen Mountbatten, or Mountbatten hyphen Windsor. Because actually, I didn't know that though. Yeah. I only knew about Windsor. So. And then they were cousins with, um, with the Romanov family. Thank Her. you. Yes, that was it. Was my brain? I knew it was Germany and England. They were cousins. I knew there was a third one. That's right. Um, I forgot if the Prince of Italy is is related. So you know, there was like abdicate. Well, you know the whole the whole Mussolini thing and all that stuff. So there's no monarchy in you know fucking yeah. Italy anymore. But um, the Prince 
title was still passed down and blah, blah, blah. And there's still one more, I think, who still had the title of uh, the Prince of Italy. And I, but I think like they were, I forgot how they were related to the Windsor family, but they were related to the Windsors and I think the Romanovs as well. All I know is that I literally learned that one of the reasons that the war happened was because it was a fight from when they were children. Mm-hmm. I just, wow. Wow, we are unmedicated. <laughs> Way different topic. Um, <laughs> I know it's funny because like we grew up wanting, like, I mean, a lot of us, like we were watching these movies and we're like, oh, I want to be a princess or a prince. Princess or... Diaries is not, was it not, was it? Princess, uh... princess Diaries? Yeah. With, um, with, Anne Hathaway, right? Yeah. 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 That movie made me want to be discovered as a princess or a prince or something. Some type of royal. I'll take the duchy if I have to. Okay. Amelia Amelia Mionette Thermopolis Renaldi, princess of Genovia. Yes. Was a badass. Honestly. Uh and I love her, and she made me so happy. She made me so freaking happy. I love her. And so um, we got way off topic. <laughs> um, we were going to talk about D.B. Cooper, and we pretty much talked about D.B. Cooper. Everyone knows this is the perfect crime. No one was harmed in the making of this crime. To be honest. Like if we had to, if I had to pick to be any or do any kind of crime, um, I would, ooh, honestly, I would love to do, wow, am I incriminating myself in some way? Maybe. Um, I would definitely love to like <laughs> do some kind, well, cause at the end of the day for me, like as terrifying and as scary as like I am and like as much as um, seeing dead things doesn't make me freak out, the idea of like if it was a cop, I wouldn't care. But like, if it was like an innocent person, then yeah, I would feel bad. But like, I wouldn't want to hurt anybody. I just want like my cash and run because fuck capitalism and fuck the government. You feel me? I look, I always said if I had the power to like be invisible and walk yes, through you walls. Have. You've talked about this before. Yeah. I would walk through the walls of a bank. Like if I would like John Jones. Yeah. The Mar- uh, Martian. Um, I would go into the bank, take all the money, go back to where I came from, mm-hmm. right? Build a nice um, build a nice house, brownstone, really, because mm-hmm. let's be honest, it's me. Yeah. And then I would run a very lucrative uh, vigilante organization. Like, I would basically do crime oh. and be evil. Hi, puppy. Yeah. I would do crime <laughs> and be evil in order to do good yes yes this i could yes the anti-hero you'd be an anti-hero i'd be an anti-hero but like i wouldn't be on no robin hood bullshit <laughs> ain't no men in tights up in here the, i was gonna okay. say that steal from the why Richard everybody got a no robin hood name robin hood wanted to be known he just wanted yeah he wanted the fame he wanted it he also he wanted maid marion if i'm right right I'm sorry, but that is someone's name, and I feel un- 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 this unfortunate for them. That is not an alliterated name you would want. <laughs> that's no, that's not, not who I want to be. No, that is not an alliterated. Although I'll be real, that's kind of a hot thing to me. Like if you have an alliterated name, but your name has to be cool. 
Yes. Anyway, anywho. <laughs> so now we're supposed to be getting into the meat. Oh, yeah, yay. Now we which is ironically something that goes well into the meat conversation because there are a lot of gay bars called meat. <laughs> and yay. Welcome to almost Pride Month, friends. This is why we're about to get into the meat. This is the meat. The meat I, of homosexuality. Yay. I. I am so ready for Pride Month. I'm ready for I'm ready for corporations to aggressively advertise to me. Homosexuality, flags, gayness. I want someone to show me a butt plug. I and want I, I I want Facebook to give it back the, the Pride React button. Yes. I want to be I want to be walking down the street and seeing random men in leather. And it's not the best leather. It's like singlets that don't look good on that particular body because it was bought off wish. It was bought off wish. And it has like a weird funky smell to it. It's like pleather. It's not really leather. But like, bitch, it like it needs to it needs to have that shine, that shing. Yes, let me know your fetish in public. Yes. uh, Although I've tried leather, it's not for me because I sweat. This I, and it's uncomfortable. I, I, when I start sweating like that, I'm uncomfortable. Well, because it's not breathable fabric. Leather is not breathable. It's to retain heat, you know? So it's yeah. like, you got to be willing to make the commitment to have swamp ass. And I don't want swamp ass, but I'm trying to exactly. get some ass. Uh-huh. You know what? Actually, I, I just actually recently learned that um, the reason why the kink community, why like at Pride, like every year, we always see like people with like, you know, in bondage with like the chains the chokers you know like they all they got all this shit right is actually because um since you know like stone we all we all know the history of stonewall right um and basically like the gay community was the only safe haven for people in the kink community and like bdsm so the reason why um you know lgbtq and like bdsm why they both go hand in hand is because we sort of became the safe haven for the kink community to feel safe and so like a lot of the practices got like interwoven into homosexuality mm-hmm. so that's why like you know usually whenever you see like anything they're just like oh my god that's me daddy like you know it's like yeah because that's your dom bro like uh and you know it's funny i used to love hearing the stories of the uh you know the you know, the, the sex clubs in New York and the city. Yeah. Um, I love hearing the stories of, like, the kinky aspects of the sex club. Yeah. Because the sex club are always, like, you hear about all the vanilla side, and then you hear about, wait, there's a whole kink side to this building, and no one knew, and we accidentally walked in. And, and you hear, like, it was, and then you hear the person say, it was not for me. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I'm glad you, you know, witnessed it you gotta you got a chance to see what 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 happened you gotta try everybody's gotta try something listen how do you know that you are not meant for vanilla if you just stay with vanilla exactly and that is also sexuality in a box Uh, that's something i really think a lot of straight girls don't get please don't bring up straight girls (laughs) but no because like one of my friends was telling me like 
she never had a partner who'd been willing to um, open up about a lot of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then you also hear the stories of the other girls who have had guys who love random shit. Like the one girl who told me about a guy who liked having a plunger in his ass. Yeah. I mean, not a fetish that any of us would think of, but um, you know, like no, he, no. he knows what gets his rocks off. And we all, you know, course. we all watched American Pie. We all know that that is a fetish for people. Exactly. Not for everyone. Not for the faint of heart. No. No. Matter of fact, American Pie. When I learned about American Wedding, is when I learned about manscaping. I uh, <laughs> I learned about uh, manscaping by um just fucking up because nobody in my family wanted to talk about it no no story time real fucking quick sorry because you listen we're, we're gay we're all here we all know body parts um my mother was so horrified by body hair when i was growing up like 100 percent. like the minute that i hit middle school she literally with like the leg hair and arm hair like armpit hair that i had she was just like mind you went my whole life not giving a fuck because it's it's part of your body. You don't know there's anything no. wrong with it until somebody tells you that there's something wrong there. Right. So looks me in my face, hands me a razor, and it's just like any hair that you see, just shave it. You don't need it. I was like, okay. So what happens in middle school, uh, gays, gals, and non-binary pals? What happens? Um, you grow body hair everywhere. So what did what did little Alex do? Little Alex uh, tried to erase it all. With soap and water and a razor. And a razor. And what happens when you shave someplace that is still developing? It freaks out. It freaks out. And guess who else freaked out? Me. I freaked out. Yeah, it was really bad. I was was handed a a condom at eight years old and told not to use it until I turned 13. And I was still very confused at 13. Because, like, this is the thing, right? I feel like when it comes to, like, not just the LGBTQ, but in general, but also like in sex ed, they don't really talk about anything LGBTQ. They talk about heteronormative things like mm-hmm. you get an STD, you get pregnant and then you die in that order. That's exactly what I learned in elementary school. That is what I was told. You know, I'm so glad that I had a relative who worked in sex education. God bless. Because like, I didn't, I mean, I learned about STDs and all that stuff around 12, 13 years old. Yeah. But she was way more, um, it felt like it was a good conversation I have with the kid. Like it felt like it was a, like a conversation that you knew how to approach in a manner that the kid could understand and the kid received and responded. Yeah. And, like, so I always, like, when people tell me about, like, when they learned about sex as, Mm -hmm. like, you know, teenagers and kids, I'm like, what the fuck happened to you? What kind of public school nonsense is this? Right. Like, any information that I have currently is from literal research that I had to do. Like, and, oh, oh, I, ADHD brain, but good point, brain. Good job. High five. Um. The fact that right now we're even having an argument in America at all about abortion when they are not giving in sex ed any education on yeah. like the fact that men can get like, you know, 
they could get this. I forget what it's called. As the snip snip, my brain goes snip snip. Brain goes snip curve. snip. Did you, you, I'm you trying to remember. Me? Yes, thank you. Listen, I told and you. Was reversible? Smart, exactly. But yes, that's the thing though is that this is reversible. And like when they mentioned the like women, they're like you could get your tubes tied, like cis women and cis men. They're like you could get your tubes tied. It's just like okay, that's fine. That's a great option. If I never want to have children, thank you for giving me this option. But in some places, the fact that you have to go through the court system, you have to get a man's approval, your husband's approval, you have to wait for what? And some states require you to have some states require you to have either one of each child or five children. Like, are you fucking serious? What kind of prehistoric bullshit? This God, God created the scissors and gave them to the cave myths so that way we could just fucking end shit. Do you understand me? Like, why are we having this well, like, dead ass, again? Dead ass, it's wild because, like, by, if they can get, because it's, just, it's, it's more than just, like, ending abortion, right? Right. It, it's, um, once you start looking at the abortion aspect or the miscarriage aspect or all of that, you also have to look at the, um, the bullshit in which places like, Planned Parenthood or women's clinics will start to actually finally lose funding that they've been trying to remove from them for years. Actual, like, it's it's ridiculous. The fact that, like, it's like this is the year where, like, America has to prove itself of, like, they either consider people human beings or they want to dehumanize every single person that they fucking can. Right. It's ridiculous. Because, let's be real, a lot of people especially trans people, rely on places like Planned Parenthood, rely on public-funded clinics and medical professionals. It's also some of the only places where you can actually be respected as a human being. Yeah. Like, you can go in and know that there's somebody there who will actually look at you and act, like, look at you as a person that you are showing to them and actually feel like, like, it's just, it's... Like, I have, like, like, I have... This, it's always an anger. Like, but I've I've learned how to calm my anger yeah. these days. Like, I learned how to. Like, a younger me would have been ready to fight and squally scoop everyone and everything. Oh fuck yeah! You know what I mean. But um, the the older me is just like, all right, I'm gonna fight it. I'm gonna do the best I can. Mm-hmm. But I am so tired. And that's capitalism. I am so <laughs> tired. You know what? I... And I can only imagine, like, because there's there's a different type of exhaustion that I know other people go through. I am um, white passing Latin. So, like, I don't go through the same. You know, and you know what sucks, though? For Like, I could say this for the both of us. is the fact that we're, like, not visibly trans. Right. Like we're visibly homosexual, but we're not visibly trans. And like right. although I'm trying to show people that I am homo as a gay fuck and women still be asking for my numbers. And it's always in a plane trap for them. <laughs> and I don't really know what it's to because do with my have, life anymore. You just you kindly as I could say, you have big dick energy, honey, sweetheart, I mean, baby. You walk around. With the biggest dick in the room. 
Women size. love it. Men need it. It's bigger than a silo. It's, it's bigger than a silo. It's as tall as the Verrazano. <laughs> From the bottom to the top. The bridge? No. <laughs> it's as long as the bridge. Yo. As long as from the from Brooklyn to Staten, it's the width. It's the girth. <laughs> it's the girth. That's where the bush is. Anyway. Oh my god. So, but no, like reality is though. It's it's crazy because like Pride Month brings up so many emotions and so many topics. It's like the visibility of of black and Latino people in the pride in, in the queer community. The yeah. visibility of trans women in the queer like and it's not even just the visibility because we see trans people. Yeah. It's more so the respect and the care and the attention that they deserve that the exactly. white gay men are getting. Especially like black trans like yes. When you ever want to see the hierarchy of of the gay world, just like, you know, how they say in the straight world or in, in the real world, whatever, it's like in the hierarchy in the world is white man and the bottom is black woman. Mm-hmm. In the queer community, the hierarchy is at the top is a white cis man who supposedly passed for masculine yeah, or in between, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And, and then all the way at the bottom is a black trans woman. Yep. Like, we look at the amount of death, we look at the amount of family disowning, mm-hmm. we look at the amount of homelessness, like, and it always falls so hard on Black trans women, but the one thing about Black trans women is just like, just like cisgendered Black women, mm-hmm. Black trans women will pull themselves up mm-hmm. and be determined to fight and survive. And that's so, it's like the fact that anybody, because like you don't, my brain always thinks of like what, because you you have to take to the fact that it's not just what they're going through right now. It's like, what did these people go through to get to this point? Yeah. So it's like, now you have to take into account all this trauma that somebody must have gone through, you know, like the coming out to your family, the, the chance of maybe, getting disowned the chance of maybe being told that you're wrong as a human being like now you're at home fighting a battle and then you're out in public fighting a battle also and it's like you shouldn't no human being should have to go through that no one you know what's crazy is so do you remember when we met yeah and we used to go to destination mile we used to go to group yes and sometimes it was always drama but it was it was a nice place to go. Listen, listen, it was still a nice place, place to go because I got to see you and I got to see you know like Aria and I got to see you know like we we just always had so much fun. You know, we like, always had a good time. We always got fed. And then, <laughs> we always got fed. They had food for my, you. My Puerto Rican ass was just like, listen, mira, like I love to see all these. You got meat and things. bread. Meat yeah. and bread. Delicious. Like I'm here for the food and talking. Like it's literally going to like your your Titi's house. You're just like, yes. we're gonna talk shit, we're gonna eat good, and then we're gonna go home. And one there was do you remember when Auntie Auntie Yeah Dominique yes. 
got on a famous person that's right we know somebody uh, famous got that was the, our auntie got on the soapbox she got on the dance yes and, oh my god yes i did and read us our lives and teaching us real lessons about the visibility of how much perseverance goes into being a black trans woman mm-hmm. and Growing up around queer people, Black queer people, it made me feel so lucky. Yeah. Blessed, favored, you know, mm-hmm. because the guys were looking at us like, at this point in time, like this person is here to teach you things because I've seen it, but I never really fully understood it. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, that's what pride is. Like, we are, you, like, we, straight people have seen queer people throughout eons. Yeah. But the treatment of queer people throughout those, throughout that time well, has changed. I was going to say, like, because I was just, like, it, it changed, honestly, when colonization and settlers came in and, like, religion became a bigger part. And yes. it's just, like, you're wrong. And it's like, are you, are you, I'm sorry. Because, like, if we look at. justified for the last hundred years. If you look at, um, some, like, like, Western African cultures, mm-hmm. some Southern, um, indigenous American, North and South. Yeah. Uh, and, um, indigenous Australian, like, cultures like that, the Maoris and of New Zealand, like, yeah. Queerness is in their history, right? In their native history. And it was normalized and lived and and, and it wasn't a big deal until colonization. The, what's crazy is the the elites of the elite could be as gay as fuck as they wanted to. Mm -hmm. But if you were not rich or if you were not a nobleman or if you were not you know status you can't be gay then you're an abomination against god right and then so it is an important thing to see how things have changed again in this modern time yeah like especially with how people see us and what we interact with and how we embrace it you know like, yeah. I, and I need, and I, I feel like people don't get that. You want to know why? I think it's, it really is because history is whitewashed. Yeah. History is whitewashed in every sense of the word. Like, it, in the terminology. It's literally because they've taken the names of what, like, these people who are queer or trans in these communities, and they erased them. They made everything the devil. They literally were just like, it's, it's all bad. If you're not this, then that's wrong. You know, like- and then don't forget my favorite thing about American writing. Yeah. Not even just American writing throughout history. Yeah. French, Italian, English. It's always yeah. the companion, the roommate, 
the I, I love it. The yo, remember when they like unearthed um these two male skeletons like holding each other, and they were just yes. like, look at these two friends holding it. Literally, everybody else was just yes. Like, you mean these two lovers? These loves. Husbands. That is like, a heart shaped coffin, my nigga. Right, <laughs> you're like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? They are snow- they are inside of each other. Like, literally, they really are. Though. They but. But they, but the fucked up part is the modern era of that is and the um oh they're just two female PE coaches who share a one bedroom apartment downtown and like three cats. Listen, we know exactly what couple we're talking about. <laughs> we know exactly what couple we're talking about. They moved in after two weeks of dating. Uh, two weeks, and you know they what? Good on move. them. Lesbians move. Listen, lesbian marriages move so fast. Okay, I. I married in a month. I I want the dedication of a lesbian, but I don't want the time frame of a lesbian. <laughs> I want it's somewhere so... between I want somewhere between the time frame of a lesbian and the time frame of a gay. So uh... like a straight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like a straight, but not a straight, because we can't we can't do right, that. Right, but I want that time frame. You know, a good a good year year and a half of dating. I want to see you through five seasons, one road trip. Um, how you treat your mother and how you treat waiter. Yes, yes, both very important things. And then I want to see, and then like you know, a good six six to eight month engagement. Not a fancy wedding, either exactly. an elopement or a backyard wedding at somebody's house. Oh, that sounds nice. Right? And then a lifetime of no children. Not one. Because I have too many nieces and nephews, and one of them is going to live with me when they turn 14. I already know it. We are it's going to be a whole Caitlin's way over here. <laughs> oh, my God. You're literally living that life. It's going to be Caitlin's way. Stop. I need that, but in the city, it's not. I'm not gonna be in a fucking Montana no, fuck no. where they fuck don't no. have speed limit. How dare you not have speed limit? We don't live like that. No, we don't. We we have to be better. We, we really do. A hundred. We have to be better. <laughs> like I mean, we gotta be better than New Yorker too. But oh god damn it, we're born and bred here. I don't understand people who drive in the city sometimes, especially now that like people bought cars during COVID. So oh they don't God. know what they're doing. No, no, literally. Listen, I, 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 a hundred percent want to go get my. I do. I think I need to drive. You don't need to. Mark, you plan uh, on you plan on going someplace? You you gotta drive. I just want to live a good life with my dog. I just want me and him to get in the car and go on the road trip. And like, he deserves a happy puppy life, okay? And that means cars, a car. And you I know. Carl, you know, I want to be a good do, father to my son. <laughs> I do. I do occasionally wish, like, maybe I'll take like a like a month off work one day. Like, you know, just take a, a month of personal time one day. Yeah. And go on a a road trip of like a beach town road trip That's and find. And find the town where they're all listening to the same radio station at the beach. Just hop in a car with a dog. And then, like, just 
Ooh, you know what? That's honestly, side note, that's like van life. That's like what everybody's kind of like doing right now. Like they're buying like huge vans, converting them to a tiny like little house and then like going off somewhere. And then I find that one guy who still somehow has a working Jeep Wagoneer. You are, he had a surfboard in the back. What nine early 2000s, not even the 90s. What early 2000s movie are you remembering right now? Because you have I don't a, know. I think I'm channeling all of them. You are. And like what? Doo, 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 doo. You know what movie? You know what beach town? Because it's not really a beach movie. It's just set in a beach town. You know what movie I fucking love from the early 2000s though? What? Ten and Chiro. Ooh. With Jensen fucking Ackle. <laughs> you know what that was a good role for him though that was a good role that was a cute role well, i actually bought the movie a good job. i bought the movie god you're so gay i bought the movie on amazon and i watched it a thousand times i am gay as fuck i also bought latter days before yeah. talking about some gay shit it's a movie latter days this is the gay this is the gay part <laughs> Latter Days is that gay ass white ass movie about the the guy who um, went on a Mormon mission to LA and fell in love with the gay ass neighbor who lived across the way. It's always a Mormon. And the gay ass neighbor, oh. I forgot his name. I'm blanking on his name, but you know what role he played. Oh, I would recognize the actor. He played adult Wyatt and Charmed. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Wes Ramsey. Talking about. Yes. Wes Ramsey. That's his name. Yes. Yes. And then guess who played one of the Mormon missionaries? Who? Joseph Gordon Levitt. A baby Gordon Levitt. Oh my God. I could fully see him doing it. You know what, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? This is what happens when you stay in your lane, aging like a fine wine. That man. He and he has range. He has exactly. Like, listen, listen. If you take one thing from this fucking this whole this whole un, unchecked two twelve year olds unsupervised at a birthday party, anything you need to take staying in your fucking lane as a lesson, okay? Staying in don't your hurt you and it don't bother lane. you. Stay in your fucking lane. Exactly. And Joseph well, Gordon Levitt. Like Joseph Gordon Levitt is number one. Joseph Gordon Levitt has range. That's yes. first of all. Joseph Gordon Levitt is down for the cause. He out here making sure that like people who want to be actors, directors, screenwriters, getting their attention, collabing with each other. I fucking love his hit record project. And it's a project, and it is a project. Exactly. It is That's- a baby. It is his baby. It is not his company. It is not his. It is. It, it is his baby. It is his project. He is working on that thing, constantly changing it, constantly evolving it, constantly putting time and effort into it. And let's be real. He been. He was a '90s heartthrob. Oh, he still is, to be honest. Oh my again, god, aging like wine. Like a That's fine wine. Like a fine. He over here, him and Ryan Gosling are... Yes. Ryan Gosling is the reason I am gay as fuck. Ooh. Oh, my God. Okay. I know, like, you came out of the whole... You came out of the womb gay as hell. 
but like pretty much this is you know what this was like this was like a like a thing that they like people always want to argue about is like oh children don't know they don't know what they want or who they I are. knew when I was watching Power Rangers like who like my like I literally at the age of I think it was like four years old I had a crush on two different people a kid named Kyle in my elementary school and my best friend Naomi I liked the both of them and I thought that was fine because again until you are told something is wrong you think you it's don't fine. think it's wrong you don't think it's wrong you think it's regular so literally as i started growing up i remember because i was still friends with her i didn't tell her that i, I didn't tell anybody i liked them because when i told kyle i like <laughs> i was five years old i got my heart broken at five i told this kid i like funny that you said power rangers because i used to be the pink ranger and he was the red ranger oh yes right so like i was just like we were meant to be five years old i was ready for marriage and like i walked up to him right and i was just like i was like <laughs> i said I think I said to him, do you want to hold hands? Because like we had to pair up. And I was like, because I like you. And he looked at me, he said, no, I like her. And then he walked away, broke my little five-year-old heart. I was like, yep, I'm never going to love that her. Happened. You know what's fucked up? Fuck boys named Kyle. That's what's fucked so, up. So <laughs> I've had, so I had a crush. Okay. On this girl from like, the day I found out about her, yeah, all the way until grade twelve. Damn. And in grade six, I told her. Ooh, how'd that go? Like we went to different schools. We, you know, we weren't always near each other, but we were really good friends. Yeah. For a good while, we still are friends. Whenever I visit, like Wally, I see her. Right, like I'll say, "Hey, we run into each other, bump into each other. We're cool, right?" Yeah. So I so like I told her I liked her. Mm-hmm. And she knew I liked her and she never broke my heart. Oh, I hate that though. She said no, but then we danced together once at one of the school dances. Uh-huh. But then she was always like, no. Like, it can't happen. Nope, nope, not happening, won't happen. And then I dated her best friend for, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. And she was shocked. She was like, I you're what? That. She was like, you're what? You're dating my best friend? And then me and her best friend broke up. And her best friend... <laughs> and then, like, right at, like, a day after we broke up. Not even a day. Yeah. Not even a full day after we broke up. I got on Zanga. Oh, oh my I, God. That's how old I am. Don't you throw Zanga. our ages out there like that? I got on Zenga and I was like, I am gay! <laughs> gay fuck! <laughs> the gay, all of it, it is over here. You see, but that's also, that's also the thing, though, is that, like, people will be like, well, then how could you like somebody if like you were like, if you say that you only like the baby sexuality is a rainbow. It's a whole fucking spectrum. It's a rainbow. It's a spectrum. It's beautiful. You could be 100% homosexual and still be attracted to women sometimes because of personality I, I just, or something that you I just like. Need, I just need the only women I'm not attracted to is, you know, yeah. suburban mom light. Like, I don't mean if, if I can see you being a suburban mom, I'm not into it. 
that no that's why when you said you were like this this musical takes place in the suburbs i was like you think i'm gonna like that you think i'm gonna fucking like the suburb then you said dead people so that's how you, you knew you got me there but dead people it's dead people and it's a musical and it's not about suburban life right they but, sing in the mall for a minute oh no and then they go to a they crash a college party and then they dance and sing along to a car alarm we have to watch this we have to watch this they do a whole song in the graveyard we have to watch this yes and i'm coming over <laughs> it's happening it's happening it's but gonna happen know. we're gonna do some math and we can watch it on my new giant tv oh she bougie I got it for free, okay? There's nothing bougie about this bitch over here. I've been accumulating some fine shit lately. My old roommate left his PS4 in the closet. And he was like, I think I left my PS4. If you want to play it, you can have it. And he just randomly reminded, like, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. It's mine now. And like, yeah, I'm using it. And then so I have the PS4. And then my friend was like, oh, I'm moving um, and I can't move the TV because I'm moving out of state. Like, I'm just minimizing. This is how you got. Okay. That's how you yeah. got the. Okay. And then he was like, you want it? And I was like, happy Pride Month. Mine. What? I'm, I'm gay. Move. <laughs> I'm gay. Move. Literally, I, go to Atlanta. I literally, I, I literally, um, I said this to somebody. I was just like, listen, when it becomes Pride Month, if I want to take off and my boss is just like, you know, he's like, oh, hey, you know, like, uh, I'm like, hey, I really can't come in today. Oh, what's up? Oh, I'm gay. Yeah. It's Pride Month. I'm gay. We've talked about this, sir. I'm gay. Get out of my way. I, last year, no, not last year, 2019, that was the last time we had a real Pride. I, I didn't take Memorial Day off, right? Mm -hmm. I worked Memorial Day and took my holiday for Memorial Day and floated it into the Monday after Pride. Because you were fucking... <laughs> so, because that way, I went out on Pride. I went out on a Sunday, because, you know, we have it on Sunday here. Yeah. So, I was out there running them streets, running around with them boys. <laughs> like the particularly my you ex, are. Particularly my ex, because we were still together at the time. You've told and, me about this ex. Yeah, the one that had Peter Pan syndrome. Oh, oh my God. Yes, no. Oh God, I'm so glad you're done with that one. Yo, everyone is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the list. Everyone is, they're like, look, baby, be better? Be, uh, do, do better. Do better. Do better? Like... Um, I, yeah, no, mm -mm, no, look, I, I don't know. We've grown from this. I situation. think it's because I was so used to being with someone who constantly was trying to grow that I needed someone who was not trying to constantly be that ambitious. I needed the complete opposite. I think. But then when I got it, I was died. like, okay, I found out I needed a, a middle, a median, a nice, a nice, you know, segue, like a nice. You, sometimes you can go into like relaxing, and sometimes you can go into running and run around. Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully this pride may, you know, you know, we all get a pride month fuck. Maybe I'll turn this into a pride month dating relationship. I, oh my God. I just, this, this pride, I honestly like, a part of me is like really happy. Like, okay, listen, listen, Suzanne is about to show up really quick. <clears throat> my dear, sweet little heart. 
listen, I believed in the CDC. And then she told everybody that they could start walking around without masks again if they got the vaccine. And Lord knows on this big green earth in this big blue world, just like Jesus, I was betrayed by Judas because everybody's walking around now without a mask pretending that they got the vaccine. And I don't appreciate that. This I really don't. Like, I really, really don't. I, like, listen, don't get me wrong. Again, and this is, this is honestly, like, this is some shit where I'm just like, I understand, but the mask can be, I, the mask can be difficult. I have asthma though. Like, listen, there's some drawbacks we have to go with. And like, I want pride to happen so bad. I want it to happen. And I think they're like, they want to do this virtual thing. And like, I know the gays, all of us, we will be out there half naked anyway. But like, especially in Harlem. Exactly. Like, it's just my thing is, I want pride to happen so bad. I am willing to let it go one more year just so that way the next year we can be out there again. Because like, pride is something that li- it literally, like, we worked so hard for it. And by we, I mean literally all the trans, black, and brown people who worked so yes. hard for it. And like, Again, as somebody who like has maybe been out for not even half their life, you know, like I'm willing to wait just so that way people can have safe spaces again. So that way, like yeah. we could have like, you know, we can all well, get you know back what together. We again. can do, you know what I think can do is hopefully, you know how the bows have each have their own pride. Yeah, we all get our small little tiny. And pride. you know how when you go to like the Brooklyn Pride, the Queen Pride, and the Bronx Pride, those are the ones that are calmer, less crowds. Well, yeah. People are more spaced out. Especially, like, when we when we all get to the village, we know that we all gonna be beasting because that's right. where everything fucking happened. Right. And so, like, I'm thinking, like, I'll probably do, like, one of the outer borough prides. Yeah. Um, I already know Harlem is gonna be lit for pride because that's where they have the pride without the cop. That's where the yeah. authentic pride is. And I love that one. It's very Afrocentric up there. I love it. Oh. Um, so, but I definitely will not be doing no Manhattan downtown pride. You will yeah. not catch me on them streets on the, in that village, near that park, near that giant gay ice cream. <laughs> Yo, to be fucking like, well, my um, my best friend, who I'm also still slightly in love with, we're not going to talk about that though. Um, she's coming down. Shut up. Listen, we we've we've had this conversation before. She's coming down for Pride, and like you know, a part of me want. Uh, this is what I mean when I say like a part of me wants to, you know, go, but I'm willing to let it go. So I think like days before Pride, we could just walk around and just you know like. Do be all shit. be all gay in the streets anyway. Exactly, because when the actual pride shows up, I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, like right. again, so it's you gonna can, be white you can party it up. So you can party it up in the East Village and not have to be around so many people, but be around all that gayness. Exactly. Like at the end of the day, like pride is just this beautiful celebration of you know the fights that and the riot that happened. I you know what? I know what I'm gonna take you for pride this year there's this hole in the wall dive bar in the east village i always forget the name of it and it is never that crowded 
it is lesbians love it. Yes, but it is a <laughs> it is a it is a dive bar uh, advertised toward gay men, but lesbians love it. Listen, all I know is now that you've said that is I have to get out all of like a baby bottom over here, ba- uh, the power power bottom. I have to get out all of like my they them mask energy so that way I look and feel like a woman so that way <laughs> some beautiful big lesbian comes to take me okay look man <laughs> I just I was I was at I my you know what I realized what my dream man has to identify with being a lesbian that identifies as Tina Belcher. You've told me this before. This isn't the first. Wait a minute. No, you've like, told you me have to before. be able to identify. You have to be like, <laughs> you have to de- dig deep into your inner lesbian. Because you and can dig do... deep into your inner Tina Belcher. I and you, know, you identify as a lesbian. That's why. So I'm just like, wait. And then you know what I it. also realized? I was like, you know what? All, all of my really close friends who are white identify with Tina Belcher so maybe that's the kind of white people I need so like I am well Tina's so powerful though I don't identify with her but she's so powerful like I can give I can give that bitch props she always she pulls she the way that she pulls all these men right and like her like her whole family is just like, oh, sweet Tina. You know, like she's not going to get. And then like almost every episode, there is some guy who is after her. They're just like, they're like, wow, Tina. And she's just like, I know, babe magnet. And then she does like a hair flip. And I'm like, the power that this girl has. Tina originally was like our modern day Daria. And then she evolved. And now she's just an all powerful being. She is, you know what? She should be the symbol for what gay needs to be. Put Tina Belcher in a rainbow shirt. Somebody, somebody do it. Somebody. Some, some conglomerate. Somebody, put some fucking rainbow shirt on Tina Belcher. A fucking stat. Somebody, somebody with an OnlyFans or a Divine Art. Somebody who cosplays. So one of y'all, I know y'all can do it. I know y'all got that magic power. And Target fully has all the rainbow shit. You know, I bought a, I bought, I, I, you know, I love buying Target Pride shit. I, I know you do. I don't, I know, I know I shouldn't be buying, cor- you know what? <laughs> All my money that I stopped giving to Chick-fil-A, but I've been giving to Target. That's what happened. I, <laughs> yo, be, okay. I've only been at Chick-fil-A twice my entire life and both times. Unimpressed. Unimpressed. I Why? worked there. I worked there for eight months when I was 18. That's, I you were also you were a baby. It's fine. I'm not. I'm I, not ate, I ate it. I ate it. I ate it. I ate it. I got chicken. I got chicken nugget platter to take home to my mm. friends when we were all living together. We were poor. I got. I got. I was like, look, the chicken tender platter gonna feed all of us. They're gonna feed all of us for the night, baby. Listen. We got all the sauces. They come in the big size. I need. Their sauces I, are good though. I didn't I, say I that. I wonder if Popeye does chicken chicken nugget platters. I feel like maybe not in New York, but I think definitely like. I, I you know what? Things. I'll be real. I like chicken nugget platters. I like when fast food restaurants cater. I'm a very I'm a very low rent bitch. 
listen that just means that we're like easy to manage we're easy to take care of we'll be I like mean, listen baby you could like buy me like this 500 dollar bag but also give me chicken nuggies chicken nuggies the chicken okay nuggies. um i've had i've had i've had some fine quail but i prefer chicken nuggies you are honestly you're the richest bitch that i know to be honest you're like you're like <laughs> If we had to, if we had to compare our lives to Sex in the City, you're like Samantha. I aspire to be Samantha, like, but I want to be, I want to be well read, like Carrie. Yeah, I could see that. I can see that you have like like Carrie's brains, but like Samantha's everything else. Yeah, like, like that's I, literally. I that's mean, who you are. That's the goal. I mean, don't you? Don't you think we should all be out here owning it? Okay, we should all be out here owning it, being happy about it. Don't be a Charlotte. Don't be. Don't be a. Sh- Ooh, that was a threat. <laughs> that don't was a be threat. a Charlotte. If you tell me, like, if you tell me you identify as a Charlotte, I know I can't marry you. What am mm. I going to do with you? What am I going to do with you? You're going to be running around here trying to fix shit up, trying to be clingy. Trying to have a kid, mm. trying to have that fairy tale life on the Upper East Side, and that ain't happening here. I can't. Yeah. Again, we we plan on dying on the Lower East Side, so to go to the Upper East Side, that's too much. No. That's too much. That's not mm. happening. Give me, you know, no, no. <laughs> and if you are Miranda, that's great, but I need you to be more relaxed when it comes to sex. Hi. Uh, can you tell that we are? gay and then just insert like a fucking rainbow over our heads of, of all like the spongebob pop, of all the pop icons we identify as as all the pop ooh. Mm. that Why? would be a hard one they should they should definitely make a quiz like that like out of no they should do a what diva do you like um relate to the most or something you know yes like yes. what deep what this diva says about you you know yes like, like give me that it would energy. be like it would be fucking Darius Rucker and Sam Hunt, because I'm country as hell. And then you would put Lizzie McGuire. No, Hillary Duff, because mm-hmm. Hillary Duff evolution is more than just Lizzie McGuire. I loved her during the metamorphosis phase. I loved her during her I'm chasing the sun phase. It was so iconic. The metamorphosis I love her phase? in Younger. Uh. I love her in Younger. I also love her in... Uh, and in that picture where she gave a blowjob after getting a, a ring, I think it was, on a balcony. God bless this woman. She is honestly a national treasure. She is. To be honest. Again, another person staying in their lane, aging like wine. Staying in her fucking lane, minding her business. Vanessa Hudgens, no longer Vanessa Ann Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens, queen. Okay. Wait, isn't she... High School Musical. Didn't she have, like, a whole controversy, though? Probably. Who hasn't? No, but I mean, like, about with the pandemic. I don't know. You don't... Oh, my God. Okay, I'm about to ruin this woman for you. Maybe. I don't know. Let's see how you feel. Like, when the pandemic first started, she literally... She said, yeah, some people are going to die. It's, like, inevitable. I mean... <laughs> I know. Like, it, was die. Whole, it was this whole thing. It Holy was just scoop. like 
Was this Quali's group? Yo, pro- yo, tell me that you grew up on Nuck If You Buck without telling me that you grew up on Nuck If You Buck. Okay, first of all, it's 99-2000. Take it over. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I first learned about fucking around. I, this is why we get along so well. Uh, but, nah, like, and then, of course, of course, another gay-ass icon for me, Brenda Song. Oh, a fucking legend, that woman. I am still so obsessed with her. Yes. Honestly. Did we, did we not, did we not have a conversation about how this woman, Wendy Wu, homecoming warrior, a national treasure. Speak on it. I just, wow. She is mwah, beautiful. Magic. She is. And then, of course, and then, of course, I'll finally wrap this up with one important one because she is very important, but I do need to tell, I'm going to hurt some people as I say it. Cher! How are you going to hurt some people? Yeah, you could hurt some people. Because everyone always sharing images of Cher saying how good she looks at 70-something years old. And first of all, baby. That's how good you look when you are 70 some years old and have an amazing amount of money for plastic surgery. I was and know and go to a good plastic surgeon. A but, good plastic surgeon. You know what? Every time her face has changed, it's not looked bad. Right. Because you know, like there are some people who will go through plastic surgery and then like they'll fall, like you'll see like moments of being like, ooh, you didn't really go to like the you best really, one. yeah, you got work done. I don't want to know that you got work done. Exactly. I'm all like, for plastic surgery. I'm all for plastic surgery, but I I'm all for, for cosmetic, medical, whatever you whatever and if whatever. If it makes you goal, happy, it makes you happy. Right. It ain't hurting nobody. But, you got the money, go for it. But if I look at you and the first thing I see is, oh yeah, that's been done. That's lit. That's literally me with Zac Efron right now. The poor boy. I don't know who he went to. I don't know what happened to him, but he did something to his face and baby. And like, I understand if you have body dysmorphia or something. Yes. Again, we're not saying don't go. If you got something that you want to do, your surgeon has to not just be wanting to make money, but actually do it right. They have to love what they're doing. They have yeah. to care. Like, you have to go in and be like, I am in the best hands. That's you are in one of the professions that people love to say, yeah, I know I'm going to make mad money. So you need to do more than just, you already know you're going to make mad money. You guaranteed it for yourself. Exactly. Now you need to actually execute it in a manner that is conducive for everybody involved. You know what it is, though? You know what it is? Because I feel like we've all been conditioned for so long to, like, not want to treat, like, treating yourself or, like, loving yourself in any form of way is, like, bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like, not just, not just like, as, as someone who's gay or, like, trans or anything like that. This is just, like, everybody thing of, yeah. like, if you splurge on money, you know, like, oh, you're wasting. Or, you know, like, just, it's like, if you don't have, like, if you're not making millions every month. It's like, why are you, why are you spending this money on caring for yourself? You know, like, it's like, you shouldn't be doing that. So when people like have something that they really don't like about themselves, you know, like they, they want to like change or like enhance or like do something or get a surgery or anything like that. We go to people that like, don't want, like, it doesn't cost that much. Like it's the cheapest one. And that's usually when like shit gets unhealthy and deadly and like it messes you up and then you have to go and do more and more and more. And it's like so sad because it's like, 
I feel like if we got rid of that mentality, it would be so much better. Like that's like when people with like with skincare, like me, I don't care how much money it is, I'm spending it because this is literally my whole fucking dermis, right? This is like the biggest muscle on my fucking body. I need to take care of this beautiful little baby that is carrying a skeleton, you know, like I'll spend the money. I don't give a fuck. But like if it, I mean, <laughs> if it no, comes to I, anything else, I, I'm like, I definitely get it. Right, I exactly. definitely get it. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like if it was me, yeah. If it were me. <laughs> yes. And I got was. plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. I would need it to be something that I've always wanted to change because I wanted it to change it, not because. Yes, exactly. Not because I'm told that I need to change it or not because of, you know, for more money or for this, like, nah, like there's some things, I mean, like we all have things about us that we want to change. So it makes sense. It's just, it's it's a whole. It has to be what you want, not because somebody was like picking at it or like, you know, like making you think it's bad, you know, like it has to be something that, you know, like, you're like, you know what? If if I if I came into like money or like if I saved up, this is the one thing that I would like or like a few things that I would do, you know, like. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. OK, OK, we got yeah. off way off topic. I mean, it's um, all kind of related, though. <laughs> this is all kind of related. Um, So now, my dear. Yes. My darling. Mm-hmm. My sweet. Yes, the love of my life. My meat. <laughs> what is um, it? Potatoes. Um, we reached the point of the show where we reached, uh, where I have to ask you a very important question. Oh, no. It is not life or death, but it's important to who? Me. hmm Okay? And that's the most important person in my life. Get where I'm at, not where you are, bitch. What? Ooh. Um, why are you canceled this week, motherfucker? This week? Hmm, let me think. <clears throat> the reason I'm canceled this week is because I spent all this wonderful time with you. You could have done better things in your life. <laughs> I really could have, honestly. Like, right now yeah. I could be sleeping. You really, yeah. I could be eating. Yeah. I could be catching up on, like, my shows. Yet here I, I am. I, I, yeah, because I'm about to watch Legendary after this. Look at, do you see? Look at that. Mm. Legendary, and they don't even care. Legendary. Uh, hey, I would do. You know, I can't vote for shit, so I'm doing my. You know, I'm doing my fake vote out in the streets today. Listen, I I'm ready. I'm ready for the ballroom scene so bad because I've been working on my floor, and like, bitch, bitch. Oh, you ready for it? Call me. Tell me. Yes. Uh, exactly. I remember. I remember when I used to when I used to be like use my grandparents like hallway. Cause in my mind, I have to when I'm dancing, I have to have like I have to have space, but I have to have limited space because I want to I want to get my mind in the mindset that I'm on stage. Yeah. So I would use the hallway, and I remember one time I did a dip in mm-hmm. the hallway, and my grandfather just walked and just looked at me like. <laughs> Don't hurt your head. <laughs> and just kept moving. Just went on upstairs. I'm telling you, this man, Stanford, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Phenomenal. 
Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so my darling, my dear. Yes. A drink of Everclear. I wanted to do some whiny. It's fine. I You're a poet. You didn't even know it. I no, 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 no. Look, I I took one poetry class in college. And I passed it with flying colors. Yes. But I ain't meant to be nobody's poet. I I'm I'll write a you a sonnet. You know what? No, it's fine. I leave it, leave it all to me. I'm gonna write you a sonnet. It's gonna be beautiful or whatever. Yeah. Look at that. You wasted more of my time. Cancel me again. Um because uh, we, we can we should do that. We should do that to sleepover. You present your sonnet at the sleepover. Yeah. Oh my god. And I'm I'll give you a, so and I'll give you a nice interpretive lip sync and dance to one of Sam Hunt's songs. Actually, no, one of the plain white tea songs. Because Oh God. <laughs> one yeah. day, Finn. I can't go one day without listening to the plain white teas. It, really it is dangerous. Um, okay. So yeah, my darling, my dear, I wanted to thank you for coming. Thank Yay. you for joining me. Thank you. This for has been me. so beautiful. This has been so fun. This has been an interesting, interesting in- endeavor <laughs> for everyone involved. <laughs> when isn't it when it's the two of us? For me, for you, your grandmother, oh. <laughs> the audience, Apollo, for right. everybody. And our last two brain cells. And well, my last one, because I just smoked it away. I was gonna say <laughs> I'm giving me you and our last brain cell are gonna watch Legendary, eat some leftover seafood, and then play the Sims. A day, Finn, a day, one day. I can go one day, I can go multiple days without playing them because that's how sim players are. We're like binge addicts. We'll play for like six weeks straight and then never play again for like seven months straight. And then one day said, let me dust off this whole game. Oh, God. But uh, I can't go a day without mentioning them. I find myself talking to one of my bosses about my sim before. You see, you have a problem. It's, it's, it's bad. But like I said, meeting, get them. Get them. Thank you for wasting time with me. Of course. I'm going to now say the old Jerry Springer adage. <clears throat> oh, I can't wait. <clears throat> Be good to yourself and each other. Thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs>